the time to open your mind in our search for the unknown who knows what we will find this here is emergency exit i am your host los and with me as always is the edward and jacob to my bella which team are you nick the sparkly vampire rider or brandon the teen werewolf mitchell either way i think i'll pick i just can't pick i just can't pick <laughs> how you guys doing that does seem fair that I'm the sparkly vampire. Actually. You are the sp- see. I thought either you're the sparkly wolf or the sparkly vampire, or the wait, you're the sparkle. You're the Teen Wolf or the sparkly vampire. I, like I do love Teen wolf. wolf. Yeah, I'm down with the Teen Wolf. I'll take that all day long. <laughs> but I feel that honestly, I I would be more the hide inside from the sun vampire type. Yeah, I mean, you are whiter than Brandon. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, but you're still kind of white though, Brandon. I mean, yes. I- Why has it got to be about race? It's not about race. It's about skin color. It's got nothing to do with race. Okay, then. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with race. It's skin color. Well, we're concerned about the top of your head is what it hey, is. Hey, man, let's not. Is that too low? He doesn't is that too low? That. That's a high blow. <laughs> I almost had to beat up a fucking trust fund kid at Adelbert's last week for making comments like that. Yeah, that's right. That guy oh, was man. being a fucking major prick. Who? That fucking asshole that kept talking about, like, Kept asking me when I got when I started losing hair and like it was a really so big I didn't, deal. I didn't hear I didn't hear that. Oh my goodness! So someone like, was like he was wanting to hear your personal over story. And over. I mean, at first he's like, "When did you start losing hair?" I was like, "I don't know, man. Like when I was thirty or something, it started falling. Whatever." It's like, man, how old are you? And and then he just kept going. And then he was like, "You look like I look like Champ from Anchorman, like the fucking idiot." Oh, guy that's, that's right. Been bald for a hundred years. <laughs> you told me that, and I was and like, he was dude, like holding his phone up next to me and everything. I'm like, dude, let it go. It was like what a went prick. on for like an hour of him just talking about my hair loss. Like, That's, what the fuck? Why is your life so menial that you yeah. have nothing better to do than talk about my hair? Did he have a full head of hair? He did. But he yeah. also had a polo shirt tucked into shorts with a belt on and then knees or socks up to his knees. Oh, wow. So yeah. he was. You know what's interesting he about was this? like your New England trust fund jack off type <laughs> kid. I'm guessing he was. He might have just turned 21. Here's what's like, interesting he was young, about. Dumb and, here, yeah, here's what's interesting about this money. whole thing. Like. Bald people, and it's nothing. They can't help this. But people have. It's just like if you called uh, the bl- uh, black person the n word. You know, they might have an offense. If you called them bald, it's like no, that's their fucking word. You can't. You can't do that. Um, <laughs> it's not exactly like that. I, I but you know what? Different. I can't help the fact that my well, hair is falling out. If, but you can help being a prick and talking about it. So where's the real problem? Well, here? that's the mm-hmm. same idea. You guys are much more strong about it. Like okay. You guys should, you tell people, like, you guys should know that, come on, it's not that cool to fucking say that. But, like, if someone was black and you said the same thing, you'd have been like, hey, man, you can't, come on. Like, you should be the same way with baldness. Like, but yeah. the bald people are cool, man. They're like, 
It's our fucking word, man. Yeah. You can't, you can't use that. It's like, hold up a second. You can't say the B word. Did you fucking, what did you call me? I mean, at first it was like. How did you describe me he again? He asked a question and okay, whatever. Like, that's fine. But after about an hour of it, it was like, oh, dude. Okay, you know, so I've been talking about this guy, Nick. Oh, what does he look like? All right, well, he's just, uh, he's just, you know, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a, he's not skinny, but he's not fat either, you know? <laughs> he's got a Thanks beard. for that. Great start. Yeah. Keep going. He's like tall, Let but me get like kind of, he's like tall, yeah. but kind of small too, you know? Um, he's, you know, he's about like, you know, this much to this much, you know? And, you know, he's got, uh, what color eyes you got there? Looks like hazel eyes there. Nice, pretty hazel eyes guy. He's all Scott, you know, salt and pepper. Um, and, uh, you know, his, uh, well, he's not, he's a white guy, uh, obviously, you know, obviously. And, uh, uh, he, he's what now? Uh, he, he's bald. Ooh, you I can't don't... fucking say that word, man. That's our word. Ooh. I'm so sorry. I didn't even see you there, man. Holy shit. <laughs> so maybe bald is now the new N word now. So we got to say the B word. B word. <laughs> uh, well, he's a, he's a, he, he's, he's a, a B word. He's a B. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know how to say this, but I mean, he's a, he's a B it, word. It's, it's not a fun time. It's not great to he's, go around like having no fucking hair on your head. Whatever. Your brother, time. your brother's way balder than he you. He bicks now because it was thinning. He actually shaves his head. So and he looks he great with the bald Agassi. Head. You look great with a bald head too. Yeah, but then everybody be like, "Oh, you're just trying to be your brother." So like, mm. I, you're far from being your brother. Or do? or trying. But to... if I shave my head just like he does, you know, like so I, like that would be the logical way to go. But then I'm just trying to be my older brother. So like, yeah. what what am I, I supposed see, to do? I now? see your dilemma. You know what you could do? Just is be you could yourself. Say, which is what I do, but yeah, then I get shit just, all the it's, time. It's oh, a, he's right. It's the are George... you losing some hair up top? Oh, I hadn't fucking noticed. Thanks for pointing it out to me, you prick. He's like George Costanza. He's like, dude, you shave your head. That's not brave. He's like, this is fucking brave, you guys. Look at this. This is fucking brave. That's right, you guys. We got a little awesome little segment coming up for you guys. Hope you're ready. That's right. Welcome back to another episode of Postman Polly. But why not we just introduce him properly with our little theme song? Postman Polly gonna give us a call. He got a story for us all about the post. post. No, bam, another So here we are with Shitface himself again, Mr. Postman Polly. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome, dude. Good, good. We love your story so much. We love you so much. Nick is a big part of your life, and we are now a big part of your life. So you came and told us about Shitface last time. Is there a new story you'd like to tell us? Uh, yeah, I was going to tell about... This was when I was still a sub from many, many years ago. Oh, You were okay. a sub, uh, submarine teacher? No. <laughs> yeah, Substitute. I was still uh, part-time. Part-time. And, uh, yeah, I was part-time, and I was carrying, you know, you used to have, you had to carry a bunch of routes that you'd never carried before. Like you they just... get out there and get, 
You show up to work in the morning and they say, you carry this route, and they just fucking, like, throw you into the fire. Yes, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay, right on. All right. So that's what we're dealing with. uh, This is when Polly got thrown in like Russell Crowe with the lion. Right. Throwing him in and run with it. Let's hear it. I was right out in uh, Arkansas (laughs) in BFE, you know. Okay. And uh, I pull into this trailer park. And uh, while I'm sitting there, you know, I get out of the car and they've got like the centralized boxes, you know. And uh, I open the doors and everything's like all out of order. Like, like whoever has the route just haphazardly just, I don't know if it's a cruel joke or what, but they put all the numbers just in like like they drew numbers out of a hat or something and said, all right, this is 15, this is... So, okay. I'm, so I'm sitting there and the mail's in order, you know, like it's supposed to be. And right. I'm like, you know, what the hell is going on here? So in the meantime, I'm sitting there and this lady comes up from out of nowhere. And I don't know if she didn't have a tongue she didn't have a, wait, 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 wait. She didn't. She didn't right. have a tongue. He doesn't. He doesn't, really, he doesn't know. That's unconfirmed. I'm not really sure what is wrong with this lady, but she just starts like screaming this high, like just screaming at me. Like I can't, I can't distinguish. I can't distinguish what like sound, what she's trying to say or anything. And uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to put them figure out what's going on with the mail, and then this lady's just like screaming at me. And he starts freaking out. Yes, I started freak. I mean, I was freaking out. And I had Alicia and that other girl, Liz, was on the phone with me too. Yeah. And, by the uh, way, we should uh, preface to our uh, viewers that he has he's always on conference yes, with his two uh, lady friends. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the yeah I'm the mail route every day. I'm Postman Paul something. has the conference call. Yeah, and he he's some company yeah. while he's out there. All right, so. so she's screaming at you, and you're freaking out. Yes, and uh, I think Alicia was on the other. She was on the other line, and she flipped over in the middle of it. She flipped mm-hmm. over in the process of going on. Can't and I had exciting. known about that lady being there, but I forgot to tell him about it. You were uh, oh, okay. much more funny. <laughs> hey, I think that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's break this new guy in. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what I was doing exactly. She could probably tell you what I was doing as this was going on because I was such in a state of shock as to what was happening. And uh, what was I, what was happening when you flipped over? Well, when I flipped over, I, all I heard was like that. That's all she does. He was like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the Blair Witch scream, you know? And he was like, I don't know. I don't know what the hell you want. What are you screaming? He's screaming back at her. Wait, Polly's screaming back at her? Yeah. And he was like, what do you want? What do you want? Yeah, he's yes, he's screaming, oh. and then we're we're all on the phone, and we're screaming at him. Just get in the car and drive away. Just 
shut the mailbox up and go away. And he was like, what do you want? And she's screaming. And he finally gets in the car and just drives away. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So anyway, so then I don't think I had to go back. I don't think I went back out there again. But another mm-hmm. guy, like a few weeks later, his name's Jimbo. 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 Postman Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, so he has an encounter with the lady, and then she ends up stealing. She like ends up taking the mail from him. Like he set it. I don't know if he set it up on top yeah. of the boxes or something, but yeah, that's what he did. But like uh, she other people's the mail? mail, she just grabbed a yeah, bunch like of mail. <laughs> she, grabbed, mm-hmm. she grabbed all of it. By God, there are going to be some crazy. Christmas cards with checks in here. Yeah. It's, it's July. She, like, ran, ran off and locked herself in her house with it. <laughs> what the fuck? And, uh, <laughs> and uh, they had to get the supervisor to go out there, and uh, they had to get the supervisor to go out there and get the mail from her. I don't know if they had to have the cops maybe go with him. <laughs> but he, but, she uh, was screaming at him, too. Yes, she is still. All she does is scream. She, I mean, it's no words. It's just a bunch of <laughs> screaming. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. That's oh, what it is. Yeah, you nailed Good it. impression, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm the guy that does impressions. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So anyway, so anyway, that's all so I got on that story. That's, yeah. that's all I got. That's all I got on that one. That's right. Welcome back to the show, you guys. We are talking Bohemian Grove. Yeah, we talked Part about two. the cremation of care last week. Everything you need to know about the beginnings of Bohemian Grove, how it got started, and where it's going today. We even predicted, hey, what if the Burning Man is today's Bohemian Grove? Bohemian Grove? Yeah, we did. The, we did the, the, Bo- the Bohemians are now going to a different spot because... Uh, you know what really happened is that they got overrun by the Republicans and said, "Fuck it, let's go to the fucking, <laughs> well, let's go to the desert." It got hijacked. I'm yeah, not let's go to the middle of the desert. On the Republicans, but I would say more and more people are knowing about it, and more and more stuff is coming out. So their secret isn't secret anymore. So obviously they're going to have to move. Like they can't just keep doing the same thing at the same place and let at me the ask, same time. Let me ask you a question. When everybody knows about what's it. What's the final little? Uh, Ritual that happens at the end of Burning Man. I don't know shit about Burning Man. It's literally in the name. It you they burn the man. They're that's burning at the, the man. I thought at that the was. End. I figured I that, that was the beginning, beginning yeah. like the no. cremation. See, see, the <laughs> beginning is at Bohemian Grove. They went. Oh, they and, go from Grove to oh. Burning Man. No, 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 no. Take it easy. No, oh. the Bohemians are now the real Bohemians. The artists, the musicians, they are right. really at uh, Burning Man now, mm-hmm. and they're the ones at the end. They're just like fuck. It. We had this. So we tech had this wizards. burning of care that happened in the beginning of the show or the beginning of the encampment. Now let's do it at the end instead. Because they right. they stole it because they're still doing it. They're like, fuck these guys, suck it. Right, they're still burning something. We're gonna be doing our own fucking thing. So we wanted to keep talking about. I got, I got theories about Burning Man, but that's a different show. Right now, we're talking about 
bohemian growth. you're right, right. absolutely Let's get back on that you know and we we keep we kept digging and digging there's so much more to talk about and so we called someone that's about resisting the grove mm-hmm. and if you type in resist the grove on facebook you'll find a facebook group called resist the grove coincidentally it'll yeah. fi- weird it, that that's just what you I know in. that's crazy uh, right that it's kind of amazing <laughs> but you will find and if you uh, you actually brandon you you went and you talked to them and you said mm-hmm. hey man we're doing a we're doing an episode on bohemian grove why don't you come and talk to us so yeah we found someone and his name is uh sean ackley sean and he's on the line right now how you doing buddy hey guys Hey, man. Hey, Sean. How you doing? So, Sean, welcome. This is Nick Ryder over here. My name is Los, L-O-S. My friends call me Los. That's right. <laughs> and this is Brandon, the hard hat. That's right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's going to stick. It's. It, it, I think I like that one the best. So, Sean, welcome to the show, first of all. And uh, what do you do for a living? What? Uh, let's get some background on you, Sean. What do you do? What why why are you going to these gates what are you doing at the gates just give me some background on you sean it's all yours absolutely so personally i've been involved um in basically like computers and servers and stuff like that so i'm kind of like a technology geek ah um i'm uh, also i'm uh 48 my man um so i've been doing it for quite some time and um i personally started researching and looking into a lot of these issues including the grove around 2008 so 2000 2008 okay, so about so the time you I were like started around 2006 but the grove thing started around 2008 when i kind of learned about the different networks and we'll talk about the franklin cover-up and stuff like that now when you say sure, your, sure, your sure. journey started what does that mean what your what what journey are you on yeah my journey of <laughs> basically suggesting that all the life that we lead and that what we've learned and what they taught us in school is all bullshit. That's fucking right. Well, a lot of it is. (laughs) I started turning into like a history buff and a history researcher because I'm like, what the heck is going on with my knowledge? Because we're over bombing countries and I didn't even know who Osama bin Laden was and stuff like that. And I had a friend of mine call me out on the floor, man. He said... You know, I'm not even going to talk to you basically about politics until you look up Osama bin Laden and the CIA. And as soon as you do that, I'll be happy to have a conversation with you. So I did that. And and he was right. And I was like, wow, I never even knew any of this stuff existed like this. I thought, I mean, of course, I had my skepticisms about the government. I Any regular American should have skepticism yeah, of course but i right. was like, agreed i didn't understand the depth that it went mm-hmm. and when i found that out then that put me on a journey where i learned and i'm continuing to learn about you know the the truth that's out there so sean and, sean uh, where do you get your information do you uh do you have any access to research libraries or are you just like us we go we get what we can get on the internet absolutely so Obviously, the age of the internet. Um, I'm, I'm not Beautiful. like, Love yeah, it. I learned it on the internet. It's true. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, you can find anything on it. You just got to know how to search for the real yeah, shit and not the internet to part. You on that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> because it's funny, but the, the internet you... has real research material. Yeah. I actually go to newspapers. I have a newspaper subscription that I can search through thousands of periodicals. Ooh. Nice. Um, JSTOR and all kinds of other stuff like that. 
And then I have a gigantic book library. If I could move my camera around, which I can't, but I have, <laughs> I'm looking at a thousand books right now when I'm sitting. Dude, so, awesome, man. You have my attention. And, and anything from, and well, he's I know, got a oh, Bohemian Grove oh, book. Shit. All Bohemian right. Grove book. I'm very interested um, in that book right away. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's by Mike Hansen. And then that's Mike Hansen. That's uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but then um, anything like you know G. Edward Griffin talking about the Federal Reserve and stuff like that. Ooh. So that's my history, basically there. But what got me into Bohemian Grove was researching the Federal Reserve. Really? really? And after you because it was the thought Federal up Reserve, there, wasn't it? What's that? Uh, at least allegedly, it was it was thought up there. You know, you guys said that, and I never heard that. So, huh. I mean, that doesn't make it false or anything. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a very interesting concept because the the book that I read, uh, several of them, was talking about you know Jekyll Island and mm -hmm. how they got together in New York and they came together um, to to design the Federal Reserve. I always thought it was an East Coast thing. Well, they're obviously um, well, think... part of the propaganda. We obviously have the true story here. Yeah. No, I think I think it was initially discussed about the idea of a Federal Reserve at the Bohemian Grove, and the details were worked out. And they at killed Jekyll Island. they killed all the opposers on the uh, t t Titanic there. <laughs> yeah, That's a, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's well, right. there actually is a there, actually the Titanic that sunk was uh, a different ship, right? It was a sister ship. <laughs> yes, the Olympic. <laughs> Check out our the Olympic. Uh, that's actually more history than anyone's that usually is care to admit. The windows are all different and everything. Anyways, yeah. that's a whole other subject. Well, hold yeah. up a second, Sean. We do want to mention that that was we one of our episodes. We did Robin Gardner's Titanic switch. Robin Gardner's theory on the Titanic being switched from the Olympic to uh, the Olympia or whatever it was Olympic. Uh, to the Titanic, and we did debunk the shit out of that, but uh, regardless, Titanic did seem like a, a way to get rid of some people, even though it wasn't switched uh, to my eyes. There was, I can still see the whole Federal Reserve thing being a possibility there, even though, sure. even though I, well, I'm they not going to intending I'm, that ship to sink. Like they, they knew that was going down. Mm -hmm. it, well, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> so backing me up. So they put people on it. Intending it to go well, down. Yeah. So. JP Morgan did that, you know, and JP Morgan had what a, a stand up guy. Yeah, he well, was. I must say I do use his bank, but it's not because I'm ignorant. It's just I need a fucking bank and it, they're okay. There bank. are there are other banks. There's quite a few. You're right. And there are even credit, credit unions. unions. <laughs> Everyone says that. Go use a credit union. You I'm know, just I, like, I'm not gonna do what's not broke. I bet you're a credit union guy. Yeah, are you a credit union guy? It's it's actually not a credit union, but it's a small town family run bank. That's there just as go. good. Um, That's just as good. Which is what I recommend people do. Yes. In fact, keep your money um, local. Using Chase or Wells Fargo or Bank of America, I think, is insane. So yeah, well, yeah. So Sean, where are where in the world are you exactly? He's with Carmen All right. San Diego. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I live in a city called Brentwood, um, which has trees of its own. Actually, not groves of redwoods, but. Uh, um, and then it's the Bay Area, right? It's the Bay Area, Northern California of California. Uh, mm -hmm. California, uh, what an hour, two hours, about two hours, you know, from uh, Bohemian Grove. So it takes you, um, yeah. So you're in the heart of San Fran, then, if that's the case. Pretty much, absolutely. Well, okay, because yeah, Bay cause, Area. I mean, that's uh, so. Are you like north of it? Or are you obviously right, Bay? So be in the heart of it I, would be San Francisco. Well, I live east of the bay area oh okay so you're just like inland 
Yeah, I live east, which is like hot. We're in like a, a central valley type of a thing out here. Oh, I okay. see. So, yes. Okay. Yeah, San Francisco. Um, he's east of San Francisco there. Uh, right. It's like when I lived in L.A., you close. had the IE, the Inland Empire, like San Bernardino and stuff. It's That's just, correct. Just straight inland. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And then the Redwood Empire is north of San Francisco, right? <laughs> yes, okay. and that's where we're going to find... For me to get to the Redwood Empire, I have to go diagonally like across the triangle, you know? Yeah, yeah right. and that's where we're going to find the Redwood the, Forest. Is it the, Monte, five? Is it the 5 that does that? 101. 101. Oh, the 101. Uh, yeah, he's Highway actually... 5 goes up to Sacramento. That's yeah, right. That's yes, right. And, and yeah, it's Damn actually... It. He's actually... See, I never took that north of yeah. Van Nuys uh, or... Uh, Sacramento to Los Angeles is what Highway 5 is. Right. And 101 goes up past Monterio and and um, all of the places north all the way up to Oregon. And then it goes mm -hmm. all the way down to Los Angeles also through the coast. All right. We're, right, yeah. we're getting boring here with the, with the fucking nah, man, the 5 freeway. But I can see... People need to know this when they go on I vacation. Can see, yeah. I can see he's about 20 <laughs> miles from... Uh, he's 20 miles west of the 5 freeway. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let me, I mean, I can give you a quick, uh, basically that's my background and kind of how I went down this journey. Please. And then quickly on the Grove itself, I met a few guys um, in the process of Federal Reserve research and actually protesting in front of the Federal Reserve. And one of those guys was Doug Millar. And Doug, Doug Millar. Millar is a researcher into the pedophile He's networks and child abductions and Michael Aquino and so forth. Oh, we really? talked about Colonel Michael Aquino. Um, and then it just kind of went from there, so. Okay. Sorry, uh, Nick's trying to I was fucking... Saying, write those names down. Are you looking at these I names? know Michael Aquino. Temple of Set, Doug, bitch. No, but Doug Millard. Come on. Doug Millard is a good guy. I haven't met him, but I'm sure he's a good guy. He's, <laughs> he's terrific. I'm telling you, he's terrific. All right. All right. And of course, I can follow up with any of the names or links later. If you okay, yeah. I was like, let, we need to look into stuff. this stuff. Yeah. So I was just trying to get you to write stuff down so we could look into it. Well, is uh, Doug Millard associated with uh, Michael Aquino? Oh, no. I mean, Doug Millard is a researcher. He he worked with Ted Gunderson. Have you guys heard of Ted Gunderson? That name does sound familiar from some of the tell reading us, that I've done. Tell us who he is. Gunderson. Sure. So Ted Gunderson is uh, ex-FBI or was. Um, he's no longer with us. Um, mm. but he ran a division of the FBI in Los Angeles. And through that, he learned about the pedophile networks on the West coast. Um, it's a big fucking deal. I only learned about the pedophile networks that were on the East coast from the Franklin cover up, you know, mm -hmm. book basically, but I didn't even know about the West coast stuff. And then Ted met a few people uh, one of them was Doug Millar, and then Doug was an investigator, uh, or is. Well, he's retired now, so I guess you would say he was. He an was, yeah. He's not. He's not dead. Uh, Doug is still with us. Um, and essentially, I interviewed Ted, and I've interviewed Doug, and got a lot of information about true rabbit hole. I mean, this is. This is like, you want to talk about rabbit holes. This is the true rabbit hole stuff. Uh, Ted has thousands of hours of uh, discussion, interviews, um, and research um, on all of just the craziest stuff about children and 
just he, crazy like does he is, slavery and stuff like that. Is that his, uh, I guess, I wouldn't say forte, but his main interest in investigating is the child pornography, uh, yeah, the, the pedophilia much, exactly. ring? It, yeah, when he got into a big that, deal. he was hired by some family members and stuff. And he, he, I know as far as I, as far as I can tell, he sounded like, like he was just honest, a good guy. Like he would, like he wanted to find out what was going on. So then he actually hung up his FBI career and went private investigator. And wow. then that's essentially what he did. And then he, okay. he ran around the country with one of his private investigator friends and they would investigate all this stuff. And then after all of those years, then he went on the, uh, the circuit to, uh, um, you know, talk about it right onto mm -hmm. the, you know, conspiracy and talk circuit. Yeah. Oh man, my goodness. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> let me ask you a question here, Sean. Now you Seems like we need to have him on many times on many different subjects. Mm, yeah. Like, <laughs> he to seems him. to be a gold mine in Sean conspiracy on a yeah. lot of different now, issues here. Sean, you've gone to the Grove. You've been at the gates of Grove. How many years have you been going to the Grove? Personally, I've been there 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, right? That's five years. About five mm -hmm. years. Five, you went five weekends. Um, I actually don't go back. I don't have some fetish for the Grove or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, so I've, I've been there, you know, for five years consecutive. The, 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 some of the guys that I've hung with have been there since 2008. Um, right. And that's kind of how I learned about it. And then we had a very large presence in 2012 as well. And Doug Millar was there in 2012 leading that effort. Um, and I had some crazy like conflict that I couldn't be there. And I, I always, I don't know if you say regret, but it was a big event and I, I wasn't able to attend. So then I, I told myself that I would block my schedule out every year <laughs> since then to make sure that I was there and talk to people at the Grove. So you made it there this year, right? On the 15th? I was there this year, this last Saturday. That's correct. And so what do you like? You're, you're, cause I mean, we've, we've Google mapped and we've watched videos. Mm -hmm. So there's like, anybody can go into the Bohemian Grove, right. I guess, but there's that one road that says, Bo it's Bohemian says, Grove, uh, the Bohemian, Bohemian road Avenue or and whatever there's the is. road the, off of it. that says not a through street or whatever that you're not supposed to go down. Google maps stops right, right there. And the Google maps won't even let you go down there. So that's, is that where you stand? Like that's obviously the road that goes into the, the elite business. That's right. So there's multiple videos, not only on our Facebook page, but just from other people as well, where you'll clearly see that there's like a, a cow gate that goes over the, uh, oh. the pavement. And then it's the do not pass private property signs and everything. And then we, we kind of hang out right in front of that gate. Um, there's like this little DMZ that goes between like the official Grove entrance and um, the gate. And that's kind of where limos park and stuff. So they won't get overly upset if you like go there and then talk to people, but they don't want you hanging out there. That's just for like dropping people off or I don't right. Know, and so if there's you have to go in and talk to the sheriff or something like that, you know, because there's always a sheriff presence, right. and there was a CHP presence this year. Um, so hold up I a second, Sean. Sean, you so to. you're telling me there's like police at, uh, guarding this this place right now? Why don't that's I... correct. So for. For three weeks, uh, there was uh, three weeks last month and three weeks this month. This month is the encampment. And essentially, they paid 
the Sonoma County Sheriff's Department $144,000 this year to cover the cost of guarding the Grove. Ooh, for, wow. Uh, for one month, essentially, or two months? For essentially a two-month period, yes. Hmm. Jeez. Wow. So I used to think it was like uh, Bilderberg Group, you know, they're they're having all these cops and who pays these cops, you know, the, the taxpayers, us, mm -hmm. you know, and they're gathering up. So in this case, they actually have already paid them off they with their own money because, yeah. of course, they can pay it. They've got the almighty dollar in their hand. And so they yeah, paid even, off. You know, that's kind of a misnomer for Bilderberg, too. It's not it is essentially I'm sure a lot of it comes from public money because, you know, they, they like stealing from us anyways. Of course. But <laughs> it's, um, it does come from the membership dues. So Bilderberg pays for all of those police and military and everybody out of the Bilderberg fund. Ah. We call Bohemian Grove Bilderberg West. Right. <laughs> um, I'm not even sure if that came from Anthony Hilder or somebody, but somebody had called it Bilderberg West at some point. Um, and then that name just stuck. Um, but yeah, uh, last year it was like $89,000 and this year it was 144. So wow. I guess uh, inflation and uh, maybe they needed more money this year. So yeah, you're or right. More, and I, I was need to up protection every year because there are more people well, worried yeah. about Alex Jones. Yeah, so they, question, they look like, in the woods and they go, holy shit, did you see Alex Jones? Yeah. He's in the woods. You know, he's like a boogeyman <laughs> he's, now. He's creeping around. <laughs> when you're when you're standing there with people like you're right at the gate. Like, are you seeing the limos or the cars or the people driving in and they're driving right by you? Or like, how is this? We're going to like Absolutely. picketing so or the, what did? Yeah, no, that's the primary reason why we're there, actually. Um, for those people who have the stamina, we tell them to get there on Thursday because Thursday, Friday, Saturday is the best time to actually be there. OK, and okay. Uh, personally, I'm just there on a Saturday. And from anywhere between 9 and 4 p.m. And during that entire time, in the morning especially, you'll see people coming out for lunch, okay? Mm. And then you'll also see, like, employees and Grove members, like, they'll want to walk around. They're not allowed to take phone calls inside for business purposes, uh, so, so they they'll... have to go out of the Grove to take ah. phone calls. Um, so they'll so come actually... back up at it. Once they go in, they're not just there. They'll come back out. They will come back like, out. That's wow. right. So we we actually see Grove members and we record them with video cameras going in and out of the Grove. And we do that for as many hours as we're there. Wow. Um, Fuck yeah. And we also do, uh, of course, we don't have any like facial recognition. We're, it's nothing high tech <laughs> or anything. It's really just for recording. It's just for recording the event. It's nothing. Right. We don't not only do we have any ability to like search through any type of law enforcement database, but we also have no interest in it because I quite frankly don't really want to knock on the door, you know, by the authorities going, why are you looking into such and such Grove member, you right. know? And, um, I'm for the research and, um, you know, basically taking it as far, you guys ask like maybe why I don't actually try to infiltrate the Grove or something. I just go as far personally. Now I, there's other members that do other things, but, Personally, I go as far as I'm uh, comfortable with as far as being a researcher. And that's kind of what I am. I'm a, okay. I'm comfortable with being a researcher, reading books, getting people together, talking to people, um, and kind of understanding these problems that exist at the Grove. 
um, Sean, are you some of these topics we might talk about? Are you worried about uh, maybe if you do infiltrate this place that you might not leave this place? Is that a concern of yours? Is <laughs> you why mean, you're not like going repercussions? in? There's got to be some well, repercussions. There would be repercussions. We had a member, Doug Millar, in fact, last year. Tell me, uh, was pushed into a line of sheriff deputies and was actually arrested and taken to Sonoma County Sheriff's Department. Um, so the repercussion of that was that Doug was no longer able to be at the Grove for the rest of the day. Mm. Um, now, although he didn't actually commit a crime, he was still taken away, right? Right. And which was unfortunate. But so I would rather like be at the Grove the rest of the day. So why would I want to do something that would get me caught and sent well, to jail? But why could maybe that's a chance where you see or discover something why like couldn't if you stand you... out there out in front of the cow gate you're not gonna no and that's you know so that's a fair question actually because there's a group called began or the bohemian grove action network which nice. has been began. protesting began. in front of the grove for a very long time and they actually have members that will do civil disobedience and infiltrate the grove chain themselves to the gates and stuff like that yeah. for various numbers of reasons and that's just their choice um but why not just like for me sneak into the grove like it, uh -huh. it, like we can say oh easily alex jones did it but i have some evidence thinking maybe or he wasn't he yeah i don't mm -hmm. think he just snuck in maybe he was invited but the way he got in like do you see a way that you could even though you're not interested in going inside do you see a way that you could actually infiltrate this place you mean during the during the um week encampment you mean yeah during both what is it during, like when it's not well hold bohemian up i did i do want to touch on what happens there after uh when it's not happened mm -hmm. bohemian Grove. we'll okay. touch on a second yeah. but yeah uh like do you well, as yeah, an observer going on and you're standing out at the gate like is do, there do you see an entrance that you think you could possibly slip in hide for a second watch the cremation of care yourself uh, is, do you Kinda think there's any way that you can uh infiltrate even though you don't want to, there's got to be you. You have to have seen and planned it out over the years. Have is that happened well, before? Well, I mean, there are in fact multiple videos of of people talking about just that. Uh, there's some drone footage from this year. I saw uh, some of that. 17 that's on YouTube. Um, there's guys that have driven into the Grove uh, during off season and just simply driven around. Mike Hansen has come back. Um, uh, Chris, or what used to be, uh, what what his pen name was, is Kyle. Yeah, Bohemian oh, Kyle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Of the Grove, and um, I actually interviewed Kyle. Um, his name is Chris, but um, Chris Jones. I interviewed I interviewed him um, down in L.A. And uh, there are definitely ways to get in. Um, it's a large grove, right? I mean, it's twenty seven hundred acres. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's ways to get in. Um, I'm guessing throughout the years that there's probably more tripwire uh, electronic Ooh. sensors and listening Ooh, devices. I would think if it's like the world's super elite meeting that they would have that shit covered. No expense. Oh, no. What like, is that? Spare no expense. Right. Yeah, spare no like, expense. Yeah, like, like, like John Hammond in Jurassic Park. They spare no expense. <laughs> yeah, now keep in, yeah, keep in mind now, though, that Bilderberg would be more security presence observed, I think. Uh, right. They would bring out all the super high tech stuff for that. Mm -hmm. But Bohemian, Bohemian Grove, Grove yeah. is more corporate members and like legates of all of the power structures. So even though you have ex presidents and senators and some fairly high powered members, 
they are protected by their standard secret service or standard security personnel. The Grove itself, you know, I, I'm thinking like based on what Mike did when he came back and what Kyle did when he came back is there's there's some cameras and there's some electronic sensors and that's that's it. Now this year there was some snipers though. So sniper upgrade. <laughs> like just just posted up in the trees. Yeah, I did not see them myself. You're um, not supposed to. They might have either <laughs> well, been not... really well hidden, well, or perhaps just not worried about the guys at the gate specifically when I was there. But when when the Grove, uh, the new footage that came out, um, he clearly saw the snipers that were there, um, and we also saw a much different security footprint as well. So. Wow. Man, okay, so and I mean, there's always the chance that they guard Bilderberg closer because that's where the that. that's where the real policies and, happen, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. then then they go Bohemian party. Grove is just their fuck it. We're gonna go out in the woods and get drunk and and yeah. bang each other or, yeah. or well, whatever. So maybe they don't need to be as tight. I don't know. Like, is is there super secrets going on, or is it just hey, we want to go out and hang out with dudes and fuck? 12 year old boys and you will wait hold on a second. You're, you're, you're you're jumping you're way ahead. ahead of us you're jumping <laughs> way ahead of us <laughs> you guys asked me what my personal view about the grove is right what is yes. your personal yes. view on the grove so maybe that would be a good segue because <laughs> i from what i've read and that's really what my ability you know to to discern the information is there was probably a lot more ritualistic and um, maybe what you call like, you know, male, male prostitutes, male escorts mm -hmm. uh, type of the, what Nixon was talking about, the whole gay thing that was going right. on there. Probably um, thing I ever saw. <laughs> so that was most likely happening. Okay. And mm -hmm. then the, um, the account of Paul Bonacci and I think, you guys will probably get into that at some point. Yes, we will. But the whole account of Paul Bonacci, when he said he went to the Grove, he mentioned a Grove of Redwood Trees. I don't have any doubt it was Bohemian Grove. Probably not during encampment, though. So mm. well, there are also there's also notes about, I think, in fact, Mary Moore just came out with this, where she was saying, um, oh, there's uh, uh, the conspiracy theorists are talking about dungeons underneath the bohemian grove and stuff like that and it's like i don't personally believe that because I, there's no evidence to suggest that um i i believe that they are doing an encampment and i believe that the cremation of care is a ritual but it's not obviously a human baby now whether or not they've ever done that who knows i doubt it i mean but we know that satanic rituals happen and they do happen with live children. I mean, uh, child I mean, abduction. I don't want to think of that, but it's probably true. It's... Well, all right. So if you're, you're a, what is it? A, a Grove. A Bajo? A Bohemian Grove protester, or oh. what's the term we were? What, what's a good title for you? What would you say about, like, if we were talking to you about Bohemian Grove, are you uh, a Bohemian Grove, Grove expert? Protester, or what you expert, you... activist? What would you, uh, what's your preferred nomenclature? I always tell people that I'm a Bohemian Grove researcher, researcher. and I say that I'm a, a journalist. Okay. Um, in truth, it's more like I, I'm somewhere between 
a reporter and a prophet. So I don't know. Um. <laughs> so, so what, what have you got? Like what has made like, I guess, do you even, are you even staunchly against, or, I mean, are you out there like, this has to fucking stop? Yeah. Or, like, what? Or do you want more, like, transparency kind or of Or is thing? it just, yeah, we need to know what's going on. Where do you stand on it, and what, if, I mean, if, if it's like a protest, fuck this, there's shit, like, what do you have to make you feel this way? I mean, what's, uh... Oh, absolutely, sure. I mean, um, I can give you a really good example of this. Okay, is perfect. The vegan people who actually get very large numbers of people at the Grove in previous years, they're doing real protesting. They've got big, huge signs and people yelling and, and stuff like that. But guess what? At the end of the day and at 2017, after 20 years of them protesting in front of the grave, uh, the grave, that's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's happened? I mean, the Grove is still there. There's still people meeting at the Grove and there's still power and influence happening at the Grove. So no amount of protesting is obviously gonna not get gonna help to stop going to that, mm -hmm. right? So I figure I'm gonna take a smart approach and we've had signs before, but those signs are mostly for people that come there to get more information about what's going on. Right. Get it on the internet, get it on videotape and get people to understand about it. I mean, podcasts like yours, will get people to understand there's something more going on than um, what's on, you know, CNN. Fucking okay? right. That, oh, yes. That's kind of what we hope is that with alternate media or what we just call media now, I, I'm thinking we'll just call ourselves media. Yeah, sure. Because people are looking around for what's really happening. And... You know, I'm at I'm at the Grove. I'm there talking to people, so I'm a real person just sitting there, happy to talk to people. Yeah, and that's that's what I think. I think any good news reporter, any good journalist, is going to have their feet on the ground and willing to talk to people about the subject they're interested in. But why not just go inside? Like, I want you to like do it for me next year. <laughs> like, oh, no. Do it, do it for me, man. Go to the Grove next year. Wear yourself. Uh, you can go to the spy store. Do it for the show, man. Like, like maybe by maybe maybe by next year we could pay you to do it. Well, but no, like I you was, should go we'll there. Have branded T-shirts for him to wear. No, sure. he, dude. I was more just wondering, like, what is it? What is the beef against it? Like, what is your actual? Yeah, what is so wrong stance? with? Yeah, what's so wrong with people going to Bohemian Grove? In your opinion, like, what's what, going what on is, there that we're? Oh, you mean like you mean the the members that attend? You mean? Or sure, yeah, like, what are you there, like, are you there because there's nefarious things going on, or do you think there should just be, we should just know what these guys are talking about? Like, what is yeah. your stance that makes you go there? Good question. There. And research it. Like, where, what, yeah. are, what are your feelings about what's fucked up about the Grove? Tell us. Absolutely. So the main thing that I personally feel is worthwhile for me to put my effort towards this is that there is a large congregation of power and influence that make its way to the grove each year mm -hmm. and you know there's hundreds of these power and influence power brokers that make it there and the only news media that talks about it was way back in like the 70s and there's been no news coverage since then and then like the press democrat in sonoma has a small little article about it in recent years okay that's the only news coverage that's been there. 
if you had 40 and 40 now we're talking about 300 or more members there was there's like what is it 3000 i don't know there's lots of members over over, yeah, it's over many, a it's, thousand it's over 2000 members yeah but how many yeah. actual power brokers are there right there's probably not that many power brokers but there's right. probably a huge number several hundred let's say you had 40 nba stars show up in a grove of redwood trees somewhere and keep it all secret and then one day espn finds out about it and goes what the heck is going on <laughs> these stars are out in the middle of nowhere what are they talking about they would have 40 reporters sitting in front of the grove asking what's going on and why they aren't allowed to come in and talk to the members and then then the nba stars literally do nothing they right. literally don't talk about it they deny it right they deny mm -hmm. it yeah and they, you're and, right and then if they do say no, something about it you make then, a good point say, oh i was just at the grove peeing on redwood trees you'd be like bullshit, bullshit. You're wrong. Right. there's no That's way i want to know why you're doing this and are all of our nba right. games rigged now and okay. this isn't even just right. sports. This is, you know, like the world and business and that's correct. The well being of everybody in the world, everybody's way of life. But see, the sad that's thing, correct. though, is nothing if... important like sports. Nothing like that. Well, yeah, you know, me, um, <laughs> I'm going to read you, and it's very quick. Go ahead. Um, this is from, by the way, once again, a video. It's from Bohemian Grove from Mark Dice, which is a man. <laughs> Roll the dice, Mark Dice, dude. We love okay. Mark Dice here, BTW. Just let's preface this real quick: is that we love Mark Dyson. On our last episode, we played just about every clip that he had. Where he was John from San Diego. Yeah. Where he was John from San Diego. <laughs> he knows. In. Um, yeah, we, he's nodding knowingly. Um, and since the beginning of this show, we have done a segment called Rolling the Dice, where we play a little segment of uh, Mark Dyson. He's done some great work on Bohemian Grove. I'm sort of disappointed uh, in him right now because we called him bandwagon because he was all Bohemian Grove. And then when Trump started to uh, run for president, he was all Trump and he, he jumped on that bandwagon. Now yeah. I want to hear him get back to his goddamn roots and talk about the <laughs> manifest, res uh, the resistance manifesto. Um, he, he's not talking about Bohemian Grove right now. Or he didn't talk about Bilderberg either. But he did at one point, and that's what Sean's trying to tell us about. No, Let's get I, back to I, that. I get that. Let me get, I, I do want to. I, <laughs> I see I will, what you're doing. Well, I'm trying to lead it back to the yeah, guest here. We'll get back to that's him, but I, we'll get back to, to it. But I do want to just say we love Mark Dice here. Sorry. Take it easy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we do love. Okay, he derailed it enough. Sean. Give us a. <laughs> Can we go back to what you were trying to say like 20 minutes ago? Go back. Yeah, absolutely. So since you gave an introduction into Mark Dice, I'll say that I did meet Mark Dice at a convention back when he was doing his first book, Resistance Manifesto. I have a pre-release copy by him, and I've been following him ever since. But um, Mark Dice says this about the Grove. He says, "When the wealthiest and most powerful men in the world." from heads of industry to high-ranking government officials and those who work in intelligence agencies, all meet together to hang out and listen to off-the-record lectures given by a variety of experts and insiders. It is an undeniable that this has a tremendous impact on the society as a whole. Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And just, 100%. Just kind of think about that for mm -hmm. a minute. This is what we're talking about. We're talking about not just power and influence. But these but are publicly elected officials, you know, for the most part. There are publicly elected officials that go, I'm very sure. Mm -hmm. But um, I believe that um, most of these people are representing uh, corporations, uh, NGOs, um, 
and there are government agencies as well that are represented here. Um, when you say uh, elected officials, mm -hmm. I'm, I wonder though exactly how many actual elected officials come. We, just this year, in fact, were told, and I think this is in the popular media, a couple of the books that were written. It says that the Grove actually doesn't allow elected officials to come to the Grove. Really? Now, I don't know if so that's just like, like currently elected or like past and you know what no, I mean? No, just currently elected, okay. currently serving okay, members so like, of the federal government. Okay. All the tales of like every president in the past, however long has, has been there, is that they went there before and that's how they got elected maybe? No, after they were after they were president. It was after. Okay. Well, Nixon like George, was there before Nixon, he was elected. Nixon and Reagan. It, it I mean it's alleged Supposed that allegedly. Yeah, it's alleged that uh whoever was uh going to run first in that election which ended up being Nixon if I'm not uh, yeah, mistaken, I thought right? The, yeah, I, I thought the next I think Nixon might have been the exception to that. Okay. Um in fact it's funny the uh, main security guard his name is Tony at the Grove. Tony um, at the Grove. Tony, yeah. Um, he says that he's uh, wor has worked at the Secret Service and CIA, but we don't know. Um, right. But uh, yeah, he was mentioning, <laughs> um, of course, the Bushes and Nixon that's been there, the hillbillies, and, and the hillbilly camp. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought that that was that was kind of where the next president was was selected. Yeah, no, so that's, that's Bilderberg. That's oh, is Bilderberg. it Bilderberg okay. where that happens? You're right, because yeah. Bill Clinton went to just, one in... Uh, just blew this whole... Because we've been talking about Bohemian Grove. Like, I thought this it was where Bohemian go, and Grove that made the, the, next... the new presidents well, and who they're running what with. What about Trump? No. Do you, uh, Sean, do you believe that Trump attends the Bilderberg, or is he truly an outsider uh, getting into the uh, politics? No well, he's an idiot, <laughs> no doubt, but... The only, uh, yeah, the only information I have, of course, is just scouring the news media... But yeah, no, I, from what I've heard, I, I don't, I, I think he's an outsider. I don't think that he has, I believe any it really ties to the DC insider government. He's I, outside like across the, uh, Trans-Siberian orchestra, orchestra, the, the, oh, the railroad. Yeah. He's, he's, he's that outside. He's so outside. He's, you know, deep red. That's how he's, pretty, he is. He, he's pretty outside what's happening. Um, and it's interesting because you talk about pedophile networks and so forth. And he's been very public about what he's uh, doing with those pedophile networks. And if you look at all the arrests that are happening around the country, the arrests of pedophile networks are actually rising right now. Um, and there are actual secret, not secret, there's, let's say, undercover groups that are actually working against these pedophile networks these heavily. fucking vampire goblins fucking hobbling around <laughs> dude i'm telling keeping you keeping babies alive keeping <laughs> it's serious all right. dude all right all right reel it in reel it in well no those pedof dude we don't talk about it enough that's, it's a, that's it's, an alex it's, jones rant they're referencing by the way yeah, well he taught he says that pedophiles are vampire goblins that's you right know, preying on fucking because people. they're preying on their energy you know, yes. they're pure, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like Prince Philip and the uh, the whole Sax Cobra Gotha gang, right? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Sure, there, but why that not? sounds good enough for me, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. We'll England get back to you on that one. From Transylvania, did you guys know that? No, tell no. me more. I'll tell you what. I oh. think they do serve people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, right? The uh, whole Prince Philip crowd. Um, actually, they were born in Transylvania. Those guys are, uh, you know, like Austrian, uh, and. 
And if you look at the history of um, the, the ruling crowd over there, they actually came from the lineage um, of Transylvania. They're, Vlad? I you want to talk about Vlad? Vlad the Impaler? And, oh, they're coming yeah. from Vlad! God damn it! <laughs> they're vampires. So, and not the sparkly uh, kind. Explains pretty, why they're so pasty. Funny. But yeah, we're talking about vampires and why do vampires exist? And you, you, you're like, that ties into pedophilia because it's all about the young blood right, and yes. the prepubescent energy. And Just like Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire. Well, Never saw that. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I don't think Tommy Wiseau is a pedophile. He's a vampire. Where did? But okay, I don't think that he's got a, weird. I don't think he's yeah. a pedophile. Just I, I mean, I, that never crossed sorry, my I thought, mind. I thought this, there this are many, interview there, was about Bohemian. There Grove. are many. Yeah. There are many people. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Pedophiles are vampires, is what you guys were trying to say there for a second. I mean, I, I never alleged Tommy Wiseau was a vampire. Though I just said that he had great hair. But I'm trying to say that that's my theory. He's a vampire. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And I'm just going to let you know. Let's reel it back in. I'm Let's reel you, it back I'm in. I'm letting you know that he's not a pedophile. Okay. That I know of. I'm glad that you right. know Although Danny it. was so. a weirdo. <laughs> All right. Danny. So have we got through our, our questions that we wanted to ask, and now we had actual topics to discuss yeah, start with it our off. guest. Start it off, Nick. Right? Yeah, go uh, for it. We want to discuss the the Larry Williams thing. Larry, Larry Williams. King. Larry King. Sorry, <laughs> I fucked it up. Yeah. So we know. Right, like, okay. So when we I talk mean, about what happens at the Grove, there is a little known story about a man called Paul Benassi, and he was involved with the Lawrence King sex scandal that happened in Franklin. Um, I think that's close to Nebraska, maybe. But it involves uh, close to Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska. Like this one town's close to an entire state somehow? Well, okay, t- take okay. it easy, all right? Boys Town. <laughs> well, Boys Town is what I wanted <laughs> to get to, yeah. is that that he uh, he was he had ties with people in Boys Town where he would get these troubled youths and he youths. would youths and he would take <laughs> What's them a youth? and he he would basically uh Make them Welcome. do prostitute stuff and Larry King was also known <laughs> like to do the the laundry. the he wasn't going to do prostitute laundry. Ain't no hose it's hose got to do their laundry too. But uh, so there's this thing where uh, Paul Mendasi is talking about, and this is, comes from Senator John uh, DeCamp, who was a lawyer for uh, uh, Paul Benassi and um, what's her name, but she was convicted of perjury uh, when talking about this Franklin mm-hmm. scandal thing here. Um, but then she was released, and then she, anyways, um, in this diary, Paul Benassi is talking about going to the Grove in January at first, and then again in the middle of July. First, he goes to Dallas. Then he goes to uh, uh, what seems like the Redwood Forest to him, uh, a couple hours north of San Francisco, where some heinous things are happening. We'll play this clip right now. Man, that is a graphic wow. clip. Wow. That man, fucking that, told you. Talk about giving me the chills. That's. Uh, I won't be the same after that. Dude, and a lot of people that were investigating this Franklin sex scandal, they were like, I can't believe this. And it it Mm -hmm. proves, and uh, if you ever watched uh, that documentary on Netflix about Johnny, uh, the milk carton kid. Well, remember the milk carton kid, right? Remember the milk cartons, they would have like missing children Mm -hmm. on it. It was the same one every time. Well, no, (laughs) it was the original one. And He's the one who started the trend. He, he was oh. he was the milk carton kid before it was cool to be the oh, milk carton. God. It's never right, cool right, to be right, the right. milk carton like kid. Like Mr. Rogers and Cardigans. So he yeah, sure. 
He comes back about 15 years later after being missing and tells his mother. Mm-hmm. And this is all on fucking camera. No, this, like, he came back a couple times, didn't he? Like, he had a couple interactions with his mom, And right? told his mother uh, all about this child pedophilia ring. We're, take it easy. He's our... Take it easy, all right? You're de- you're derailing this, but talks about this child pedophilia ring, um, and it has a, it's associated to the Lawrence King ring, which we everybody's just, motioning. Yeah, you. I'm just saying we got a guest sitting right here. Let's. So and, we brought this up. Like, hey, do you know anything about this being in? You're killing me. I'm here, sure Smalls. he's very well aware. He doesn't need the this history is, lesson. Le- just let you know, this is all being edited out because Nick's a dick. <laughs> I just didn't want our guests to sit there aimlessly. Dude, while you I was like two sentences away from going right back into Paul Benassi and hollering at him, and you have to be Mr. Director over here. Oh, fuck- that's a great intro, actually. See, thank you. Nick, Nick, you can go and sit back in your little chair, in your little... <laughs> Let's go get a beer and let the adults talk over here, okay? No, no, I think, uh, I think it's important... Uh, Get back it's, on the it's fucking definitely thing. Important because I, I believe if these pedophilia rings aren't connected mm-hmm. directly, they're going to all be connected indirectly because they kind of, that's kind of how they not just direct their energy, but direct their tasks, right? So that's right. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, meet each other on the dark web no. or you have to. Uh, before the web, you'd have like networks of people that would meet each other and they would yeah. run around the, the country. Dark and how do they do this shit? Like it's been going on for hundreds of years. So how in the 1800s, how do they do this shit? Hieroglyphics. <laughs> okay. Take it easy. <laughs> I'm no, sure no, beyond you, hieroglyphics. you would just meet people and you would just go around. You would just go around the country and meet people and it would be a part of your network. It's the, it's the way the Bilderberg group started. I mean, they didn't have internet back when the builder group started. I mean, they That's just, right. they wrote books and stuff. And then, they wrote public documents and and uh, did they you know, hide code in it like Dan Brown Da Vinci Code style? Like mm-hmm. was it? No, they they coded it like pizza. Like you know, I want to have a sausage with oh, uh, oh, cheese and stuff like that. You know, <sighs> and those are actual terms that come from FBI investigations of these pedophilia rings. Wow, it's kind of like how the Christians use you know the fish symbol back in the old days to identify themselves well you know the pedophilia networks have their own symbols um that they identify themselves with too well, I'm wait, not an expert I'm, well hold up way, a second but... here i doubt that pedophilia uh pedophiliacs I, pedophiliacs i guess we could call pedophiles. them pedophiles yeah, oh <laughs> i mean if only there was a word to specifically <laughs> if there was only them. a specific word for <laughs> yeah. pedophiles it'd be awesome but pedophiles uh do they want to be pedophiliacs? <laughs> I think that's actually a cooler word. If they, you know, it makes it sound cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, now you're, now you you're going too far. Yeah. Okay. Now you're going too far, Brandon. It's just a cooler sounding word. You know. Okay. Anyways, uh, not that it's okay. Take yeah. it easy. <laughs> but I doubt that they want to be identified. No, no. but they need but they to have, communicate. But, but they need code words so that's that they can. That's what I was can. saying. Like and they that's needed why a, this a way to thing. communicate and for their communication to spread, but secretively. You made Correct. me defend pedophilia for a second, and I hate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there's Yeah, no, I agree with that because you have to be able to say some code words to be able right. to, like, say, oh, um, you know, this guy, you know, kind of knows the same information. Um, 
But when you call someone a pizza, they they kind of get the idea when you call well, someone a pepperoni pizza. Be pizza. Like if you're in the know, like it's one thing to I want to order a male hooker, but like I want to be involved in the fucking ring. Mm-hmm. I want to pull that's when, you. That's when you got to get into real shit. You know, I mean, I feel that there's some serious code going on there. Other than, uh, I want a, I want a large with extra cheese, extra it's, sauce. It's not like torch cheese when you order. I need off a boy to my. Menu. That's just I need a boy to my room. You know, but like to get involved in the actual workings of it. I mean, that's got to be a completely different. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a punch card system. system, right? You've got to have so many <laughs> before. <laughs> I don't know, so that's Jared from Subway. He was, you know. <laughs> and there's no, there's no bigger proof than Jared from Subway. That's, that's you yeah. know, well, when you and say then eventually smaller proof. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, you got it today. My man. Sorry, but Sean, all right, we're 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 drawing close to this end of this thing, man. So we know about some famous people that have gone to the Grove. Walt Disney has gone to the Grove yes. before, and I didn't want to touch on that for a moment. So you have some? Do you have some good information that we can uh, sh- that you can share with our listeners about Walt Disney going to the Grove because he was an actual member, mm-hmm. maybe long before. And I don't think oh, he just pulled out a different book. He's ready for this. Oh, shit. let's okay, so let's do this it. This book right here is <laughs> Dole Care. Dole Care by Greg Fernandez. Dole Care, um, Greg he's, Fernandez. He's, uh, someone that I know. I, I love that you have books. Yes. I know. That's the best thing. Nobody has books. And let me tell you a little right, quick so, story real quick here, Sean. We we have a we have a conspiracy theory bookshop in town. It's called Brave New we Books. We had. Thank you for ruining the goddamn story. <laughs> You're so bad at storytelling sometimes, but we were trying to get in there just do a live show because we're right up the alley of those people and they had one location and then it moved to another location mm-hmm. and they moved out of that location. There's some sort of conspiracy involving them that they're being run out of town somehow. They don't want, or perhaps they don't want there's, not, there's not enough people buying their conspiracy books, which is also a probably a concern. They can't pay the rent. but Maybe the rent is just too unaffordable. The rent is Austin. too damn high, party. But the, the rent's too damn high, party. Well, um, I, did, right. I did go over there because I wanted to buy... These books that you're holding on to, Sean. Yes. These books that you have, they're tangible things written by real goddamn people. Mm-hmm. For instance, the Dole Care book that he's about to uh, give us a little bit. Or even Bohemian Grove uh, by Mark Tice. These are some of these books that I'd like to hold in my hand. And our little bookstore, and I want to shout out to those brave new books out there. Come on, boys. Come on back. Mm-hmm. We want you here. There's some people. I'm not going to pay your rent. But I do want some of your books. He's going to let you put up a, uh, a flagship store right here in his living room. <laughs> right here <laughs> yeah. in his living room. All right. So, so, so Reed's, uh, we were talking about uh, Walt Disney. Sorry to uh, derail it, but I just have to sometimes. Uh, Walt Disney. Uh, Walt Disney visited the, the so, Grove at right. one point. And he wanted to talk about the book. Yeah, absolutely. So let me, uh, I'll put my plug in for half price books. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so I actually get a lot of used stuff there. And then there's this uh, thing called the internet. Oh, and, never heard of it. And the internet has things like Lulu. Lulu. And, uh, that's where you can find dull cares on Lulu. And then okay. like Amazon, right? It's like, you know, the big corporate giant. But they have everything, right? Just have a ship right to your door. But the um, government will know that you have it now. Oh, I love that. In fact, if I'm not on Amazon already, I'm not paying my taxes well enough, okay? (laughs) I love you, Sean. Keep going, buddy. Keep telling us more. 
I want to be on a list. I don't I don't use the scanners at the airports either. So and so I always you always ask the for the search. Down. I do the pat down. All right. So I know I'm on a list somewhere. So that is good um, fucking news. There. All right. So let's get back to uh, Walt Disney. Yes. So please. essentially, we're talking about Walt himself. Um, right. In 1936, he was invited to the annual encampment of the Bohemian Club, wrote uh, Bob Thomas, a San Francisco organization of artists and civic From, figures. Uh, Matchbox um, 20. Of course, we know more than that, of course. But this is a quote. The ritual consisted of whining, feasting, and camping out in the Redwood Grove, north of San Francisco. Okay. So then it goes on to say about how Walt, when he returned to his studio... He complained of being unable to sleep because of the symphony of snores in his nearby tents. So That's right. what do you think is going to come next, right? The uh, the dwarves' cottage and uh, ah, you know, sleepy. Now if, you, if you go back to the original video, go back to the original video, I'll show you on screen here. You can find this in the book of this right here with, with the dwarves right there. He's showing yeah. us a picture of the dwarves here. Okay, and so right under there on the stairs is a picture of the Bohemian owl. You can see on the stairwell behind the dwarves that the that what's uh, carved into the wood that are the steps are actually that is correct. Oil, it's an uh, owl. owls, oils, which is correct. <laughs> which and, is um, the the mascot of the Bohemian Club. Yeah. Yes. And then here's a duck, right? That's uh, uh, a dark. very defeated looking. That looks duck. like Scrooge. Scrooge That's McDuck. Scrooge the duck. And if you look behind, looking there's a hanging alone. on the wall. You can see. Ask about the Illuminati. Ask, yeah, I saw. Oh, that. that's right. It's it's a it's like when you go to a optometrist. Like um, when you go to a yeah, exactly an yeah, eye chart, and it says ask Illuminati on it. I saw that shit. Mm -hmm. That is some crazy. <laughs> so it's does beyond that mean? Crazy. Wait, does this mean that? Disney went there and was like, this shit's fucked up. And he started planning stuff to get people, like, to wake people up. That's what it seemed like to so, me. I'm behind he, that one. He, no, I'm behind is he, that. Like, is he part of it or is he like, man, that shit was crazy. I'm going to start planting shit in my movies to wake the fucking mm -hmm. public up to this. Well, I think, I think the time that he went there in the 30s, that it wasn't overtaken by Republicans just yet or the, you know, the political <laughs> It was still elite. Burning Man 1.0? It was 1.0 Burning Man. And he went there and just, you know, there were people that were more open because it was unfucking known. Now people are like, oh shit, is that Alex Jones right, in the bush or whatever? He immediately went to Illuminati. So that means that obviously well, Illuminati is He involved. must have saw something or heard something there that was like, oh man, these guys are not like me. I have as much money as them. But so what do we think, Sean? Is it, what is, is he, it? is he furthering their thing or is he trying to call out, is he planting no. symbols for us to like, What's the agenda here? From from the research I've done, I'm I'm pretty sure that there's competing factions of the Illuminati. There's competing factions of the elite. I think Disney was one of the competing factions. Disney had his own issues with um um I don't know what you call uh you know like eugenics and white supremacy and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um the Disney family, um, if you go all the way up into Roy Disney, they're not a, they're not Let's just say they're not the conservative family that you would think that they would be based on the movies and everything that they put out. Sure, so, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm not an expert in Disney, but I've read enough things and like verified through a couple different sources that it's clear that Disney himself was 
not j- this wholesome animator. That- oh sure. <laughs> Let me I think. But what was his what was his motivation for putting shit like that into his yeah in your opinion scenes? Was he like trying there's to? There's a concept. There's a concept that these people go through where they need to tell people about what they're planning for society, and when you're kind of dug in with the Illuminati, um, you you have to tell people what you're doing. It doesn't it doesn't suggest that you have to tell them like in plain English. You can hide it. You can subvert it you can put it in white papers or and you can put it in little tiny books and stuff like that right mm-hmm. um but essentially you tell people about what you're doing um now whether disney or not did that on purpose i i actually i mean i can't say right because mm-hmm. i have no idea well I would... but it, it it leads me to believe though that based on several of the hidden images that disney puts in their films they're a little too common to suggest that they're there done by accident. It totally. Right. So, yes. It's intentional. Right, but I, what, what I was asking is, mm-hmm. he, is he pro or con? Like, is he is he calling them out? Like, when I, he has the, the eye chart saying, ask Illuminati, is it, hey, everybody, look into this shit, you know, and trying to wake the public up? Or is he just doing his Illuminati no, elite I, I don't think, I mean, Disney never went out of his way to wake anybody up. I, I think that it's in there. If it's if it's in there as to part bring of his elite duty, to further the agenda. Yeah, I don't want to there to bring attention to the other people. You know, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want right. to. I don't want to disrespect, but I absolutely think I believe that that was a way of him telling people to look into Illuminati, like ask Illuminati, like ask, like say it, like yeah. ask uh, Illuminati. What's Illuminati? Ask it. Uh, he, ask it to who? But to anyone, just like it was like a way of opening minds to say, hey, you should be asking this. Ask Illuminati. Would you know about Illuminati if it wasn't for your boy Los on this show? Might not. I've never read Dan Brown or anything ever before. So when was was the first time you heard of of you? So he's the only reason you've heard of Illuminati? No, that was that was sarcasm. No, I mean, those guys got it from Myron (laughs) like that right so i mean and this goes into uh, ancient script you hear all about illuminati and stuff this goes sure. back a long fucking way so okay w- let's let's uh, let's wrap it up here sean you've been amazing dude now let me ask you one last and thing very dude. patient you yeah you've been patient because i am i do get off on my tangents on times <laughs> uh, at times will you next year or even this year there's still a week still left time. there's still a week and a half left of this will you Sneak into the grove for us. Is there any way we can get you to sneak into the grove and produce some video for us? Is there any way? Uh, that's not my personal calling in life. Um, I would I would say though that um, there are plenty of people that I talk to and I, I I get tidbits of information on things that they do, and like like this guy that uh, the End uh, World Times that came out with the new drone video. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, he put out the deep inside the uh, deeper inside the Bohemian Grove videos that I showed these boys. And he's on the front yep. line about saying uh, Alex Jones lied. He lied. Foolish shit. He actually he's was invited in to the Grove. He is an actual oh, yeah, Bohemian yeah. Grove member. Uh, so I have a uh, so I have a uh, piece of information about that. Tell you me. You say that he was invited by a member? I don't know if he was invited by a member. We don't know. Well, you that. need to be invited he, by two. It he might did have not get. No, it might have been Bohemian no, I, so Kyle. I have, 
<laughs> I have that information, by the way. Tell, so, oh my God. Oh my, Here yes. we go. Here we go. So, Alex Jones was most likely invited by the Began members and Mary Moore's group. So, okay. okay, wait a minute. Tell me who Mary Moore is. You've mentioned her a couple times. I'm not familiar wait, that's a woman. with women are That's <laughs> No, that's the actor, isn't it? Mary Tyler Moore? Right? No. Oh. No. Oh. No, no, I thought no, no, no. she had a big action so, group against it. She's a researcher. Up, yeah, if you look up in Sonoma County, there's a there's a, a researcher by the name of Mary Moore. She's been doing it for uh, decades. Um, mostly it started out with um, uh, nuclear, you know, research and stuff like that. But uh, she had, uh, I guess Alex contacted her. He was looking for local support, found them. And it was uh, Mike Hansen that set it up, right? Okay. And they came out, and she basically uh, and her group basically gave them information on how to infiltrate the Grove, basically. And, and well, his so videos based on that he was able to get in. Now, I believe what I believe. Tell me, is that based on what Mike Hansen has said, and and even what Alex has said, like you know, under his breath and everything, is that. I mean. It, it was back in 2000, right? So yes. this was well before the Grove probably thought anybody was going to infiltrate or anything. And so security was a little bit lax. They weren't looking out specifically for a certain person. Alex wasn't even known back then to anybody outside of radio, right? So he was able to get in with him and Mike because nobody knew who they were. So Alex's video really kind of blew the door off of it because of uh it hadn't been done before so you're asking about infiltration now i don't in the video there's all kinds of crazy even i'll call conspiracy theories about the bohemian grove because it's very clear that even in the video the members that are attending cremation of care are chanting and like moving back and forth and everything based on this ritual but you know what that's where it ends right there, right? Because you could clearly see that it was a an effigy of a baby. It wasn't a real baby, obviously. Sure. And but then how do they play. get back out? We're getting there. What's that? I was well, he saying, was, how do they get back out? Well, he, what, what happened after that? Well, basically, what? Nick's saying is that we watch the cremation of care on Alex Jones' video. We show it, and then boom, it flashes to him in a car and back in Austin, Texas, saying... He's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Now, what oh. we want to know here is that did he spend the fucking night there? There's no video of him sneaking back out. There's no evidence that he didn't stay the whole fucking three and a half weeks. We don't know any of this shit. Yeah. And this is you know, what... I, I, I this hung is why out and I, uh, I had a lot of good drinks. I had some conversations. He also did. I mean, <laughs> you're right. I mean, there isn't any video, right? So, of course, it is possible that that happened. I personally don't believe that he was invited by a member, but I mean that's, that's well, why just not though? Maybe what I've seen. Why don't you years. believe that though? Why don't I? Yeah. Um, probably because of what Mary told me, because she had very specific details about how he got into the Grove, and well, we I wasn't we all see how video. we all see how he got onto the Grove. So he was able to drive up. Bohemian Drive or Bohemian Drive, uh, Grove Avenue, Drive, Avenue. like Avenue, right? So like, there's a spot where you stop, and the uh, Google Maps won't let us go up there. But you go up, and that's supposedly where the 
the entrance is and it's right next to the, the parking, parking lot, lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. and where he got off um and this there's a video 50, of the 50, 50 foot feet more or less and it's the same uh youtuber that you were just just telling us about the deep inside the gro- uh, grove there and he says he only walked 50 50 feet and he said and alex jones says that it was 30 minutes yeah, 30 minute hike i had to hike for 30 minutes he somewhere. hopped he walked around the parking lot which we clearly see the parking lot there's no doubt you can he see was, it from the video that he shot there's that no, it's in the background there's yeah. no well, there's not even it's guys it's not even 50 feet i mean if it's 15 feet it's 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 barely that so i mean i've physically been there i've actually walked into the forest where the grove is there is a there's a fence now there's a fence there so i I'm not hopping the fence, but you can clearly walk off the pavement into the forest and you can like see, you know, the, you can see the uh, parking lot. Now, if you go around and you go up by where the homeowners are, I mean, you'd be going through private property once again. So, you know, once Mm -hmm. again, you're violating somebody's private property, but you could go up and around the private property and down into the parking lot with very little effort. So that there's no, there's really relatively no, um, so you're issue saying that he got in there. Okay, that so way, there's no so. issue of him getting there. So he goes all the way up to this river point, which in the map that we obtained and we watched, that uh, he went to this uh, river or this uh, outlook place, which is all the way through all the camps, all through the camps goes to north. To the other end of the. And he gets road. upstairs. He gets up where right. he says he was stopped again by some people, yes. and he walked back and he saw a, a, a bank of TVs and shit and wires in the forest. And we yeah. don't, of course, we don't see that. It wasn't videotaped. Uh, how convenient. Well, how convenient. Well, there's, right? there's actually video of the surveillance gear that's in the grove. So, uh, Kyle okay. Went back, Kyle went back into the grove, and there is surveillance gear that he clearly showed on video. Um, now, once again, Kyle didn't go during encampment, right? He went, he went during the off time, but he clearly found the surveillance gear in there. And my guess is throughout the years, that's become more high tech. I would, I would believe that. that. Absolutely. So, and um, Alex Jones also now has come out maybe about a year or two ago saying that there was a third person who was with him. Yes. And not only was the third person, but he's been in there more than once. Yes. Mm-hmm. And well, he also said, I've been in there more than once. Well, that's the foreign journalist guy, right? I forget his name off the top of my head, but. He's from like the BBC, I think, wasn't he? Was yes, that, that the, the, the Ron Johnson? Oh, um, John Ronson? Something like that? Oh, Ronson. Yes. Yes. Very good. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Ronson. And yes. And he was there. They left him out of the original video. Now, of course, this is the only piece of information uh, that we have is because it came from Alex. But basically, Ronson said he didn't want his name. To appear right. in the original which i totally get i can which, understand that but yeah. again why don't you say hey me and mark and anonymous well then you're gonna but have ronson, a- ronson in fact was live on the after the second infiltration and they did come out in an interview and ronson acknowledged that he was there at the beginning and does have his own footage of the event um and then there was something i heard the third interview as well something about he's going to revisit the grove and write another story about it with his original footage. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but that's hmm. up to Ronson, right? You're right. Absolutely. Hmm. And let me, uh, here's, uh, I'm going to leave it with this, uh, with Bohemian Grove before we end it off. Here's the biggest thing. And I don't think anyone's ever talked about it, about his video is that Alex Jones hopped into the, the, the little Bohemian club cart and it took him into the actual Grove. At any point, if you see Alex Jones, 
there is not one sign of him holding on to a piece of luggage. In the beginning of Grove, where everyone's supposed to be staying for two and a half weeks, he's not holding sure. on to a, a luggage of any size. Like, no, no duffel bag, no nothing. He's going to be like, oh, you're here for the visit and you've got nothing yeah, on Exactly, you is what I'm all? thinking here. He's like a photon. He's traveling light. I, I mean, is that something that... <laughs> Nerdist well, that's, joke. Is there actually, that's handled by the... Uh, that's handled by the... Uh, valets in your car. Ah, so he left his bags oh, with the people. He left them with the valets. Well, we're talking I've about... I've actually ah. seen... Yeah, I've talked to the valets, actually. I've talked to the drivers and everything. So um, they actually drop them off, and they don't have anything on them except usually like they have a hat to protect so it makes their, sense. Like, their head. Sure. Because it is a grove, so you don't want, like, you know, pine and shit coming down on your head, right? So most of them wear hats when, when they're in the grove. And then they usually just have like stuff in their pockets because the valets take care of everything else. I can see how, yeah. Okay. Well, man, now, I don't know if that's the actual case, but that's, that's what I've seen. So that, that, which I, I totally that, get. And that's not what I'm even talking about. Like uh, once you're in the Grove, no, I totally right, get why you're not holding on to stuff. But, people were accosting Alex Jones. He wouldn't have any bags with him because sure. he, his bags would have been left. Cause he's inside the Grove already. Right, and so yeah. he wouldn't have, but we're talking about from the moment that we see him walk and wait 30 minutes. Okay, and then but hop when in, he first comes across someone that would, might catch him, which is never on fucking film, by the way. But see, well, that's what right. I find weird. Okay, so supposedly he trekked 50 feet, you know, 30 minutes through some woods and th over like a man-made yeah. moat and onto the boat. Like, you would be at least a little bit dirty and ruffled. Wouldn't oh, you? I, come on. No, that's like, you're going a little too far. Like, we're going to, in that grainy ass <laughs> right. video, we're going to see can dirt do, on his face. No, not that he would, not that it would show on the video, but that other, it would raise suspicion amongst other right. that he's dirty that's and like, I like why are you really covered weird. in mud, man? Yeah. Well, there's no, 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 uh, there's no moat. So I think the moat that he meant is it's a moat of leaves. So, <laughs> a moat of leaves? Oh, oh come <laughs> the fuck on. No, it's, uh, it is a moat. So, hey, Can I Sean, ask one more before we, please. Before, can I ask one more question? One more question. Please. All right, so this goes on for three weeks. Uh, two, yeah. two, two weeks. And a half, two and a half, two, two weeks, and a half to three weeks. Three weekends. So this, both of you grew up, like, we've Googled it. You can Google map right up to it. That's you, right. Like it's, so it's it's open to the public. Yes. So this super secret 2,700-acre plot of land for the extreme elite or whatever for three weeks, what happens... Off-season. The other 49 weeks That's a great question. Sean, what happens on the off-season? Do you know? Like yeah, they rent they, they rent it out for various events. And so um, everybody okay. goes into the same cabins and they see the owl at the same lake and everything. Yeah. Like you just yeah. get free range of the whole Sounds free about, rain, not right. free range, so, but free rain. Two, of, weeks ago, <laughs> two weeks ago, the local Monterio um, public school actually went there for a uh, kids event, uh, which is the funny thing Whoa. You know, because of all the pedophilia networks. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I, I that was funny, but no, it was like a, it was like a nature thing and they took them to the Bohemian Grove and, um, it was, uh, you know, like, like an outdoor ed type of a thing. Right. Hmm. Right. I wish uh, I did that back in yeah. the day. So, but and I'm then, thinking it, like there's the Bohemian Grove, but then there's that one mysterious road that leads like, up I mean, to the do, Russian they, River. do they keep like that one area that's. That's super secretive for them. There's nothing secret about What's the secretive? owl. No, there's nothing secretive. It's all the whole thing is public. It's just 
once you get into the grove, it's covered by all the trees. Mm -hmm. So So you're saying like it's going on right now. So in like another week or two, you could drive up and go down that road and go into the encampment and go to the little man-made lake and see the owl and go like into just the be... cabins with a black light and see if there's anything <laughs> you can find. Well, just be just be all up in the secretive Bohemian Grove. I mean, obviously you're not there when they're doing the business, but they're, there's they're no, not. There's no shortage of pictures. They're not blocking from it off in any way. It's it's completely open to the public. The other forty nine weeks of the year, it's just those three when... weeks are are no no. Well, yeah, there's a so there's a caretaker that takes care of the grove for the whole year. His name is Willie, and he lives in the grove. Okay, so when he's doing his stuff, you might actually find the gates open, so mm-hmm. you could just simply drive in. And if the guy is like taking a crap or something like that, you could probably drive all the way By through accident. the grove. So okay. could you could you theoretically I don't know maybe a week or two before the grove takes place get in there and get into a couple cabins and you know plant some some I, hidden cameras hidden mics just, yeah Sean I, I mean theoretically you could, could you? I mean my my guess is that any any of the cabins are probably going to be swept and stuff like that of course. through standard investigative what, procedures what if but, you right. went what if you went into the far reaches of the twenty seven hundred acres they have and set up a campsite like way back uh huh. And then you were just in there, and then once it goes on, you're already in. Like you're you waiting just, for, like you're waiting for a premiere of Star Wars yeah. or something. Yeah, like <laughs> fucking set up camp way back in the back, you know. And then once it's going sure. on, you can just you're already in there. You just can just walk up. it and wander we, yeah, up. That'd and, be one. Well, sure, that'd we, be one hell of a backpacking trip. You'd have to bring in. <laughs> weeks, I mean, you'd have to bring in four weeks of food. That's. That's a quite hefty backpacking trip. MREs, baby. There you go. That's why I'm saying that I couldn't do something like that because, I mean, you'd literally have to be an experienced... Woodsman, right, right. You need to basically you need to be less Stroud or Bear Grylls. I was gonna say Bear Grylls. Now fuck Bear Grylls. He's a (laughs) pussy compared to Less Stroud. We're not gonna get into that. All right. All right. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, Sean, I think go ahead, buddy, real quick. No, I just think there's more to talk about with uh, the power and influence and stuff. So. Like right. when we talk about infiltrating the Grove, it's kind of like um, they are going to be talking about what's happening at the Lakeside Chats, and that information eventually comes out, and sometimes we even know what the Lakeside Chats are. Like we knew about Google Glass mm-hmm. when it was being released, and we knew about various things happening with the Italian Embassy, and we knew about various initiatives happening in Silicon Valley. We know about these things happening, so it's not like yeah, it'd be pretty cool, I think, to, you know, maybe record the lakeside chats, but you know, you don't you think probably... that there's some there's some like Nefari- real secretive, nefarious shit going on there that Not they don't anymore. want anybody to be aware of. Well, I mean, look at Google Glass. It was it, let's say it was presented over at Bohemian Grove and they were like they pushed it to make it happen and how big right. of a failure that shit was. Like well, I also- Yeah, but how about Facebook? But but Facebook's um, Oculus Rift is is live now, so Google Glass might not be live, but Oculus Rift is. Oh, I see. It moved. It moved names. It changed uh, names, and it moved over. And now we have a. It, the concept is still the same. Yeah, you're absolutely right. right, 
Sean, you've been amazing, dude. Thank you for joining us, dude. You're an amazing guest. We'd love to have you on again. We want oh, to. Oh, yeah. I feel that he would have a lot of insight He's very into, wide reaching. <laughs> into other mm-hmm. theories as well. We would love to if have you on to every single year because we plan on doing or at least running our uh, Bohemian Grove episode every year at this time. But if you have some new information or you I was thinking hopped he into the Grove could somehow. probably chime in on stuff other than Bohemian Grove. I'm sure he is. Well, he did mention the In the Fed thing. We just yeah, did a the, Fed oh, episode. I, I would definitely come back for End the Fed. So if you, if you want to he do knows more than Fed, Grove. try doing sure. End the Fed somewhere around November 22nd, like somewhere before that. Why? No, November 22nd is a yearly protest in front of the Federal Reserve. Ah, uh-huh. great. That'd be great to talk to some people out and there. And then as far as the Grove goes, if, if you want to do this again next year, let's do it before the Grove. So... Like sometime in the beginning of July, that way okay. you can use it as a uh, way of aware you know, uh, waking like a people. Call, you know? Sure, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that's the way been this great. Guy so Sean, oh, uh, and then for 2020, we're gonna hold a big event at the Grove, and we're hoping to get Bohemian Grove uh, band as well. So, oh well, shit. Well, Nick and I, we play music, and uh, we would love to be it part like of that a great band. band. Yeah, the Bohemian. Gro- well, there is a band called the Bohemian oh, Grove. Oh wait, that's not there what is, he meant yeah. by band. That's not what he meant by band. Oh. Wrong band. Well, we can go out there. We'll still play some music about... Uh, well, if you guys want to come out, I, I'm going to put a call out for everybody. Infowars. Can we crash on your couch? I was going to ask the same thing. Can we crash <laughs> on your couch or, or at least like a little pallet in the corner of the room somewhere? I don't Something, need a lot of room. I mean, I do reporting for We Are Change, and um, I've done reports for Infowars, but it, it would be great to see uh, like Millie Weaver and... Uh, you know, John or something out, you know, doing some reports out there uh, since they kind of started the whole thing with uh, the, the big publicity. Um, and then you you guys come out uh, 2020 as well. Let's have a big presence out there. Sick. Maybe spend a few days out there. So, Sean, uh, right real on. quick, I did want to ask this real quick. Did you see any InfoWars presence this year while you were protesting? No, just me. It was just you out there. Nobody else was interested. No, no. I mean, there was mo- there was me- there was several of us out there, but as far as Infowars, there was no like no Infowars presence. No paid personnel from Infowars. Can you they believe that? Been- Infowars hasn't been out there at all. They've only been out there for um, 2012, I think. Um, who was it? It wasn't Millie because she wasn't part of it yet. Owen Troyer. Oh no, I know who it was. It was. Um, the other girl, right? The one that's on break right now. Okay. I don't know the, the, <laughs> don't the know reporters there. Well, hang on. You, you mentioned 2012 was a big year for a turnout. Why was 2012 so big? Yeah. It was just the right time. There was a lot of Occupy protests that happening oh, that year. Okay. Yeah, and that makes I sense. I think that Occupy took advantage of it. Okay. And um, I think they thought the world was ending. <laughs> and just like everybody converged on the Grove. And that just happened to be the year that I had some crazy conflict that I couldn't be there. And it was just stupid. But anyways, that just- maybe they just said that to make you feel like worse for not being able to make it there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, I even paid. I yeah, a lot of us paid for like Mark Dice to come up and stuff like oh, that. Don't oh, don't pay that motherfucker. I love him, but don't pay him. You know, if he really wants to go to Bohemian Grove, he'll go out there. Which I've seen lots of videos with him. Right. Sean, well, yeah. Sean Ackley, man, thank you so much for joining us on Emergency Exit. Uh, do you have any plugs? Anything our listeners would like to? Uh, maybe Anything they want to listen more. Uh, any plugs? No, I mean, when it comes to Bohemian Grove, I mean, we have the Bohemian Grove Action and Resistance on Facebook. 
Resist which is the our growth. primary page. Um, we decided not to spend a lot of money with you know doing anything else. Good. And then um, the other site is called resisttyranny.com. Resist I don't tyranny. do much with that site, but that's kind of how you can reach me is through resisttyranny.com and then our Facebook page. Great, okay. man. Awesome. Uh, Great. Awesome. And uh, last last thing here, any parting words for our listeners? And we're going to just go ahead and end it with your with your parting words. Yeah, you got to sign off. So I think that the most important thing is get a couple small books. You can get them on the internet for free. Read about Bohemian Grove enough that you can tell people about That's it. That's right. The most important thing is to tell people. Tell people mm-hmm. about Bohemian Grove. Tell people about it and that it's something that you need to ask your you know, representatives about and find out why people are going there. Excellent. Right on. Well, thank you, Sean Ackley. Give me a that's right. He doesn't understand that? what that means. Just, just say that's can right. I, can I get a that's right? That's right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of my saying. That's All right. That's right. There, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That is right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Emergency Exit. If you guys enjoy our content, give us a like or five stars on iTunes. Mm. Like us Mm. on Facebook. Mm. Check out Emergency Exit Podcast. (laughs) There's a secret group as well. We are on Twitter. Check out EMEX Pod. Give us a twat. We love that shit. Um, Nick, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, I've got a show Friday in Fort Worth. Friday in Fort Worth, the DF Dub. Anybody in Fort Worth? Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, any plugs to go on there, man? I'm trying to get some more live shows in order, man. Yes, we are going to do some live shows. The next one will be at High Sign Brewery very, very soon in the future. Very soon. So if you guys are in the Austin area, come on by, say hello, get a drink. We will put you on the air because... We love you. We love you. And why not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> so, hey, next week we are doing a whole new topic. It is not known yet to you, but we have it locked to sound. Friday night, Twisted Ore. And we are going to do some more Idiot or Twisted Idiom in the future. Ore. So, my name is Los for Nick Ryder and Brandon the Hard Hat Mitchell. That's, That's right. right.